special edition of Kiddish Club with guest host Ellie Leibowitz. Hey. Ellie, great to have you back. Thanks, Thanks. for coming. Thanks, you know, once sir. you come back, you're no longer a guest. Now I just think you're a contributor. He's I, a, or a Ben Bice. All right. I'll take it. You take hey, it? you know what? Uh, that's great because every podcast I get kicked out of, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you missed the uh, original episode when Ellie was on, go back, check it out. Uh, it's great to have him back. And uh, Ellie, tell us what you've been doing lately. Nothing. No. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> um, no, as of January 2023, is that what you're wearing? I have been doing comedy, stand-up comedy full-time. Wow. Yeah, pretty pretty great that's and intense yeah pretty everyone's like what are you doing all day well i joined a gym because <laughs> i was sick of looking pregnant on camera um and uh i i, I no i thank god the last month has been uh, you know it's been really great i've been talking to gigs like every multiple times a day at, wow. you know i've i have like 20 thank god like 25 gigs filled up for the year already wow i was like yeah wow I think I booked December, like I said, Christmas and Christmas Day, Christmas Eve for this year. I'll bleep that out. Don't worry. I'm going to bleep that out. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Xmas. Sorry. Christmas. Era of Christmas. Uh, uh, Yeah. So for like, I was like, great. Now I just have to book 360 days in the past, like, you know, for the rest of the year. No, like, honestly, I think the biggest change is being able to say yes to gigs and not be like, do I have PTO? Well, here's the question that our listeners want to know. Everybody wants to know where are you going to be for Pesach? Which trip are you going to be on? That was what I was talking to before I was waiting. Um, Oh, that's what you were on the phone with. Yeah, I was talking about a Pesach booker. Um, Do you have one yet? I, you know, Pesach booker, not yet quite, but I am doing Pesach in the Southeast in Atlanta the first days. Oh. And. I think at Passover resorts in like outside LA for the last days. I'm still working on my Cholmoid because I was in the middle. I was going to do something and it didn't exactly happen. Pesach Booker sounds like a burnt out yeshiva guy. That's his You're name. Saying, Pesach Booker. Pesach. Do you know Pesach Booker? I know him. I've seen him. You know Pesach times. Booker? He, he got yeah. He got me a good burger rate. <laughs> Pesach Booker. Um, how is it different though when you were working full time and doing stand up on the side? How is how is your life changed? How is it different? I mean, I would assume that you would generally have like evening gigs. So how does it change? Um, well, you're right. Well, my my wife asks me to do a lot more things during the day. Um, <laughs> I know I have the time. Um, it's changed that. I first of all, I established having like comedy chavrusas with people multiple times a week. Really? So I'm like, hey, let's have a Google Meet. Like, like today, I had a with this guy Mikey Greenblatt, Greenblatt who does uh, Jewish vibes on Instagram. Um, we had like a whole session where like, hey, hey, here's a really good sketch idea, and like just went, started going. Our idea was uh, having Jewish code switching of like a guy like meaning you say the like how to tell a non a Jewish guy how to talk to non Jews and like like his first time working and just be like. Shkoyach, Moshe. <laughs> nice job, Tim. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So you workshop ideas <laughs> good, and, and turn them into an act. Yeah, we had an idea of like, uh, you have like a, a chat GPT writing writing things for like a Seder, for somebody who hasn't let their Seder for the first time, or like a rabbi leading a funeral or a bar mitzvah who never doesn't know the person. So he's just like saying generic things and it just fills it in. Um, that, great for that, by the way. Exactly. I mean, yeah. for comedy, I tried for a couple of comedy things. It does I not. I was just going to say one thing ChatGPT is not great with is comedy, which is great for you because I don't know if you saw the article about BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed just laid off a whole bunch of people. They laid off 180 people and they announced that all of their content is going to be generated by AI, specifically ChatGPT. And now they're just like, ChatGPT, write a bunch of articles about why the 90s was great. Yes. And that's about it. <laughs> Top tens, you know? Well, at CNN, if they write a whole thing, they say, ChatGPT, just write an article that's anti-Israel. Like, we already have 20. <laughs> On it. <laughs> yeah. ChatGPT, make it more clickbaity. And they'll do it. Oh, yeah. So, Ellie, it seems like you have more time. Are you like 24-7 on the news now? Because if you are, this is the place for you. <laughs> Oh, you're, you mean on the news? You mean checking the news? Checking the news. No, like I said, I I, I have not been checking that much uh, in between loads of laundry. But uh, <laughs> okay, so we will inform you. Yeah, and sure. Get, and get I, your I'm, opinions. I'm not, I'm not so holding. What's going on? Even with the Jewish world, the Jewish world, I see the occasional thing. But like, He's oh yeah, anti He's got his WhatsApp <laughs> Stock and anti-Semitism is up, guys. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what I know. 
Okay, so let's let's just talk a little bit about what's been going on in the world, uh, the United States for sure, okay. especially the stuff that pertains to Jews. I'm not sure if you've seen these, but we're going to go into them a little bit. First of all, big news. I mean, the Republicans won the House. Did you know about that? Okay. I heard there was a ha- I heard there was a House. <laughs> yes. And one of the first things they've done now is they've taken Adam Schiff and Ilhan Omar off of their committee assignment. Specifically, she's off of the Foreign Affairs Committee and you know, she's, you know, the, the Democrats are claiming racism. And Kevin McCarthy said it's specifically because of her anti-Semitic comments. So that gets a big bravo. How many times does this person get away with saying questionably, like, qu- like objectively questionable things about Jews that, like, no one else would get away with? Right. I, I think she just had a situation with Tafasta Maruba. Like, she just took it too far. She said she wasn't aware that there was a trope involving Jews and money. Yeah. Like, if you expect uh, well, anyone to believe right. that Right. I, I, I told him before, I said, this is Amigo, where you say, <laughs> you don't say, the, I remember something from Yeshiva. I only did one year in Shalvi, but I, it was Accelerator Program. Um, I only, I, she should have said, or you could tell for the for the hypnotized thing, because at the beginning of the clip, she says. I didn't know what the hypnotized thing meant. She said something about uh, Jews, they, they, Israel, they, they the hypnotize. World. Israel is hypnotized. Israel the world. hypnotizes the world, which okay, I, I don't think. I not know that either, so and that's I don't fair. Think, I don't think that's a real trope either. That's why right. she, when you look at the interview, she's looking the, the, the woman in the eye when she says it. And then when she says the thing, I didn't know that. Jews and money was a thing. She looks down, and anyone who's ever played poker on Atlantic City, you know, on Christmas, sorry, (laughs) knows, you know, that's why you wear sunglasses. No, she couldn't look look in the eye. And again, anyone who's read what, how long Shakespeare, Merchant of Venice, been around for the 1600s, right? Like, which is (laughs) like, you know, that's the most one I think of offhand, but I'm pretty sure anyone who's ever seen anything is like hey what's the first word you think of when you think of jews unfortunately the word is money yeah. 100%. it's very hard for her to uh, to get away with so that she, one she should have said if i was her anti-semitism pr person right. i would have said i didn't mean it that way right which is a i we would think okay bs but but nobody can call you out on that the worst choice is i, I didn't know, know. So the anti-Semitism, I mean, it's it's really, it's becoming like mainstream, I think, in a way. We've talked about this before. We've talked about it a lot. But right. I mean, it, it, even this week, I mean, I'm just going to bring up a few. Uh, you know, new, in New York, there's uh, the high school students take these things called regents, right? There are these tests. There's the Board of Regents in New York. And uh, in the regent that they just had, there was three maps showing Israel. One map of Israel in 1947, one in 49, and one in 2017. Obviously, that map looks different, right? Because in 47, it was the partition and the West Bank and Gaza weren't included. If you go today, it shows the West Bank and Gaza part of Israel and and the West Bank is occupied and Gaza is Hamas. And one of the questions says, which historical event most directly influenced the development of the 1947 plan shown on map A? And the... the, uh, Choices are Russian pogroms, the fall of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, the Paris Peace Conference, or the Holocaust. The correct answer is number four. Furthering the trope that the Jews only got Israel because the Holocaust people felt bad, with you know, completely ignoring the fact that the Jews have been in Israel for thousands of years and it's our ancestral homeland. Well, the tricky part about that is that that's probably the right answer in terms Ellie, of... Come no, on. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come no, on, man. Say, uh, hold on. Let me, before I, I've been canceled from all of, all of <laughs> You've everything. You've now been canceled. No, I have my finger on the, the door, button. By the way. I mean, in the sense that, in the sense that the only way that the UN, which is what the U, the, the international, it's amazing the UN was the one that let Israel become a state, that same international body that exists today. Right. That, well, again, it's it constantly condemning. Which it sounds like, again, I'm very, if it wasn't, the Holocaust didn't happen, that wouldn't have happened, I think. Possibly. I think that's true. Okay. I think okay. that's true. So that's, that's the thing. I well, there's could, always some truth I, in, I in think, every I anti-Semitic think trope. I think it, to me, it's, right? it's crazy that the regions are saying, hey, you know this issue that everyone gets yells at each other at at meals, you know, at Thanksgiving meals and Shabbos meals is going to be like, hey, let's put a really solid question that has no problems in there. Like, that's the biggest problem, this oversight of like, hey, what's a really, like, 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 why did slavery happen to black people is like, would be like... Yeah, could you imagine? Whoa! Right, right. Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. That's what I heard back in the day. <laughs> yes, correct. But, but they would never get away with anything like this about any other group. Let right. me read you in the next question. Right. Well, to be Wh- fair... It's an easy one to, to, to guess, right? Okay, let me give you the other question. Well, 
I mean, what was the Paris Accords? What was that? What was the, what was the ones that weren't the right answer? Russian, like, Russian pogroms? The fall of the Austro-Hungarian Empire? Okay, which group, next question, which group benefited the most from the changes shown on the maps? <laughs> which use control of the money. <laughs> Number one, the Zionists and Jewish immigrants. Number two, the government of Jordan. Number three, the Palestinian nationalists. Or number four, the citizens of Lebanon. I mean, it's, it's a joke. But you know what it is? There's always an element of truth in the, in the blood libels and in the tropes. Whatever. There's always That's a sound some... bite you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> no, meaning it's so easy. You know, like, you know, I mean, the famous blood libel that Jews bake the blood of, of Christian children in their matzahs. You I'm know sorry, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most famous probably, right? So just as an example, and just then as a side, by the way, I was once in the matzah factory like some years ago. And one of the matzahs that came out after it was baked, it was totally red. I don't know how it baked. I don't know why it was red. I took a picture of it. I will share it if you want. We could share it to the WhatsApp group. And Can I you looked at it. Give me the it. name. I'm just texting one <laughs> Para Aduma matzah. It was a Para Aduma I'm, I'm matzah. Te- no, it was it was baked. Mm. And, and for whatever, the way this one baked, it came out and there was redness, a lot of redness. And I looked at it and I said, that's where it started. Right, but what would cause it to become red? Because the- it, it, it gets <laughs> well. It's clear he's trying <laughs> to tell you. He said there's truth in these. No, you know, like when you're baking, you call when- it a blood libel for a reason. <laughs> no, when you bake something, it goes from white to brown. There's shades of red in between, like a dark, deep red. And I'll share it with the with the with yeah, the WhatsApp. I'll take a look, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But CNN just did a, a whole uh, article, like a profile of this Palestinian artist who apparently, you know, Ben Gvir is, is banning Palestinian flags in Israel. So they say... Wait, what? You're skipping over that like we all understand that. What does oh, that mean? Oh, I just assumed everybody yeah, knew. We are not holding Yeah, in, we're not. I told you, I'm doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the new Israeli national security minister, Tamar Ben Gvir... Very controversial Very controversial guy. guy, right? Very to the right. He ordered police to take down... Palestinian flags in any public place because he's saying they're they're a rallying symbol for terrorists. Okay, now let's put that aside for a second. We could we could delve into that. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. But so now CNN decides to do a profile on a Palestinian artist who and their their point is now that they can't show their flag, this artist is going to show his Palestinian you know nationalism through his art. And the image that they show from this artist in big, giant picture on CNN is a picture of uh, a bunch of Jews in a Suda. It's, it's Passover in a Seder. And you see them saying, we're free. They're celebrating, you know, you see us And you see blood all around. They're in a sea of blood and blood is seeping in to the Seder. Hmm. Here, here's how you know it's not real. The Dr. Browns wasn't on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, by the way. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? This, this, it, it totally is the regular trope of blood in the matzah. And CNN publishes it, no problem. So would they do this to any other people? Would they take a trope? I, I don't want to even say it because I, I don't want to get canceled. But um, you can imagine in your minds, take a minority, take African-Americans or Native Americans. Take the Palestinians CNN, themselves. Right. If you show a picture of the prophet. Right. Well, that's just, that's, just, about that's that. just Muslims right. in general. In right, that's Muslims, right. Him. But would they show a... This is like... This is a 1,000-year-old trope that they are promoting right now. And you could go right now to CNN.com and you will see this there. Unfortunately, the, I mean, I said this before with the whole Kanye thing at the you know a while ago, but like the fact that complaining about anti-Semitism... Like anti-Semitism is so old that complaining about anti-Semitism is a trope. It is. A tro- <laughs> no, it is. It's that's 100 percent true. Right, by the way. so like, that's true. unfair. That like we are one of the worst we're, oldest, we're oldest, hate, oldest hates out there, 100%. and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, hey, you know, maybe don't do that, and it's like, oh, classic Jews complaining yes. about people hating you. <laughs> yes, yes, and you know, the one that irks me more than anything else is where they say Israel is committing genocide against the Palestinians. Just a simple Google search will show that the the Palestinian population over the last fifty years it went from let's say. 900,000 to what it is today, which is over 5 million. If Israel is committing genocide, they are the worst at committing genocide. That is also true. They're the worst. That is true. That is but, true. 
Jews do control the Google search, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, who do you think is doctoring those Wikipedia pages? <laughs> Let's be honest. The doctor, come on, the you're doctors, right. they're right. doctoring the pages too. You're right. Doctoring those numbers. But I like how you think that, like, facts actually matter. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> We're trying to lower the numbers, but not going. I don't understand. <laughs> They're terrible at it. Like, Israel's great at every technology thing in the world, but genocide, they are the worst. Well, They're the worst genocide. How many Palestinian babies are we leaving at an airport? So that's, <laughs> that's true. That's that, like, you know. Let's, let's mention that story that you're referring to. It was a Jerusalem Post story about these parents in Israel. This happened on January 31st. The couple uh, paid for a ticket, and they were in the airport, and they had some issues with security or whatever, and they, they didn't have a ticket for their, for their kid, a baby, and How old was the baby? It doesn't say. Okay. It, it was a baby. I mean, the picture has it as an infant, infant. Yeah. I mean, but it says, it, the, the picture is just stock photography. Like, so did it's the not... baby have a pigeon on a Ben yet? Like, is that... <laughs> we don't know. So it doesn't say. Also, how much does the carry on? <laughs> we, know the, <laughs> we know the baby was in a stroller. So they went to the ticket counter, or supposedly, they just kept walking and they checked in and they tried to, basically, they left their baby there. Wait, is this international? This this, is, yeah, yeah, it was going to Brussels. It, it was going for, no from Israel to Brussels. Yeah, what airline? Ryanair. Well, I, I don't even know what that is. That is that Irish? I don't know. Is that Irish? They, they're they're probably not. They big, left. They're probably they, not big fan they of They left Israel. the baby in the stroller as they walked to passport control. I want to know what the thought Did process they forget? was. Don't worry, don't worry. Somebody gonna take him, and when we come back, we're gonna get him. Uh, you know, it doesn't say what their nationality was. But the article this this was the thing that caught my attention. The article, the last line of the article says. They wanted to go deal with security and simply left their baby on the conveyor belt at the check-in area. We put him in the luggage. That's it. Just check him in. Check him in the luggage and finish. Were they a Jewish couple? (laughs) It doesn't say. It doesn't say. They couldn't have been because if they were, it would have said it. (laughs) Yes, that's a good point. No, but this was a Jerusalem Post, so maybe not. We don't know. This is (laughs) assumed. I just imagine that the wife Mm. was just taking this trip, hook or crook. She probably looked at him. She's like... Ofer, we are going. I don't care what. To Brussels? <laughs> Just leave him here. Somebody going to pick him up. They'll call my mother. They, they want- pick him up on the way back. <laughs> they wanted- no, that's exactly what they must be thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, was she that in, in the mood for waffles? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. just, they I were taking to, this flight. I need to go to Brussels this badly. Oh, are we going to Belgium? You hear me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ellie, the last time you were here, you mentioned how you used to work in a uh, baseball what's, stadium. What's work? <laughs> <laughs> you used to be part of that yeah. world, remember? Yes, yes. And your first job, well, one of your first jobs was working in a baseball stadium. Correct. So knowing that you were going to be here, I got my sports questions ready because the two of us, as you know, know nothing about sports. I would love to see this tie <laughs> <laughs> So big news is the Super Bowl. I know that it's coming up. I don't know when, I don't know where, and I don't know who's playing, but I know it's coming. Hey, you know what? That's most. That's more than most people. So I've never been to a, to a Super Bowl party. Um, um, I, that's just not being popular. Just very, <laughs> that's just not popular. Thanks, no, he's very yeshivish. He, huh? he, 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 I don't think he would attend if you invited do you, him. Do you go to those halftime? Could those you like invite halftime me just cheering? so that I get invited? Could you invite me, please? I just want an invite at least. Hey, I just know, want to be invited. You, you know, I think my Super Bowl party with my five-year-old and two-year-old will be very exciting. But do you you watch the Super Bowl like religiously? I'm saying you're. Well, I, I, you're I into like, it. You're I feel into like it. Rabbis get very upset when you say you're religiously. <laughs> Why don't you do religion religiously? Uh, I know I heard Chabad everybody is watched. having a spot. Uh, Wait, yeah. I don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> He's joking. No, exactly. I'm saying like. No, is that real? It's like five there, million dollars for a commercial. It's, oh, oh, you meant a spot? I thought you meant like a Super ad. Bowl party. 30 like Chabad no, 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 Super Bowl ad. party. No, 30-second ad for $5 million, and Chabad could do it. They could, yeah, they could. Chabad could totally do it. I mean, Kiddush Club's not quite there yet, but Chabad <laughs> I think can do almost. it. So, so I, I know I, that the Chiefs, I think, the yes, Chiefs, they're correct. one of the teams. Yes. Who's the other team? The Philadelphia Eagles. Ah, excellent. Thank what, you. What, what, where are the Chiefs from? Kansas City, Kansas I believe. City. Kansas City. Missouri or Kansas? Wait, didn't they have to change that name? Don't they not like the name Chiefs for oh, Indian yeah. Americans? That was the Washington former Redskins. Right. Wait, so how did the Kansas so City how, Chiefs get away with it? Yeah. What kind of Chiefs, Chiefs are they? Is a well, they, little bit less Chiefs. offensive than Redskins. your skin <laughs> is the color of the matzah. <laughs> oh, man. If we don't get thrown off of this, we're never getting thrown off. So so he, so he here here's a crazy story. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, so apparently they had this super fan, and they called him the Chiefsaholic. He had a huge following on Twitter, 
And his thing was that he went to every single Chiefs game, every game, dressed in a wolf suit. I don't know. Is that their mascot? It must be. I, I don't know. Uh, you're not a Chiefs fan, apparently. I'm not. <laughs> okay, good. What, what fan are you of what? Chicago Bears, who had the worst record in football this year. <laughs> but they got the number one draft pick. Really? Yeah, well, well, here's sports NFL one hundred and one. This is a good digression for you listeners who like sports. The and NFL one hundred and one is that basically it's based on your how bad you are. <laughs> the worst record gets the number one, the the, the order of the draft picks. Ah. But the problem, so but unless you trade, so for example, the Denver Broncos traded for this guy Russell Wilson, who he was supposed to be a good quarterback. He's been for years, and then he had a horrible year. But they traded their draft pick so the team they traded with seattle and, it, and this is way not interesting for people but no seattle a lot of people like seattle, sports denver had a terrible year but seattle gets their draft spot for this uh-huh. year so denver had a horrible year seattle who got rid of russell the wilson who had didn't well has got has a great draft pick because really? denver did terribly really <laughs> yeah that's very cool yeah so anyway back to chiefs aholic so this guy's always in a wolf uh costume he doesn't miss a game whether it's at home or on the road it so now in the middle of December, all of a sudden he stops tweeting and all of his following, they're like, what happened to this guy? So one of, the, one of the fans started doing research. They found him. He's a bank robber. And he's been going to every what? away game. And as he goes to the game, he robs banks along the way. Okay, this is this the is best not- story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, I just want to meet the detective who figured this out. Right? It's like, you have, could you imagine? Like, th- this could be a feature film for Kalamaya. Is this crazy? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. Think about it. If you just have to put the pieces together, like you follow the bank robberies and you follow the the, the right. tweets, where the, right. the where games, the chi- where right. the Chiefs playing? The games, where the Chiefs, where the Chiefs playing? playing this Sunday? Uh, like I can imagine, like this <laughs> like big board, board right? Right. pins in the board, and say, "All right," with he's... the red string, with the red yarn, going from place to place. It's gold. By this the way, is a great story. This is a meme. Like this is a meme maker's dream, right 100%. here. Right? You, should got, you should go to this guy's Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. His name is Michael Babudar. He stopped tweeting because he got caught what yeah happened? he got caught oh, he happened. got caught he got arrested that's why he wasn't tweeting but what's, isn't that so interesting that you would think a guy this is where you go with elon omar looking away you would think a guy this high profile would be like hey like hey if i'm doing this thing i'm not gonna want to draw attention to myself every sunday right if i'm if i'm robbing banks maybe right, as licensed places patrick mahomes right, best friend show up in a wolf costume <laughs> right. for every single game or just the opposite if i have such a big following let me monetize that like trying not right, like trying to walk into a wedding you're not invited to you just walk in with everyone else or a Pesach program that you're sneaking into exactly it's funny. low profile but you know what's interesting to me is that bank robberies generally don't yield a ton of money you're not getting out of a bank with a hundred a hundred k you just really? not and you well, know this because no well, i mean <laughs> i'm just saying like when experience. you delve into these stories like when you read something like when there's a bank robbery like oh the bank robber got away with twenty five hundred dollars like like you risk your life but and your freedom sm- for right. twenty five hundred bucks just to bookend everything. That's because you're Jewish and you're thinking twenty five hundred dollars. You such what an is that, what is that even, part of a it's class not even for the tuition for Pesach? <laughs> it doesn't even cover your matzah bill. You know, that's the price of eggs this year is twenty five hundred dollars. But that's what I'm saying. These are not like tremendous holes be- because that it would be, you're thinking you're thinking I'm with thinking the like Yiddish cup of just being so anti-Semitic, Ellie. The smart way to do a robbery. It's making right. a scheme. Well, wait, by the way, I, I'm on record. Yes, he's on I'm record. on record on one of these episodes of a real, a real good bank. And then we found, if you remember, plan. we found that they tried it. Remember, and someone who somebody didn't do it right. Somebody <laughs> most of most. He, this is another Yiddish cup. If I was bank robbery, <laughs> I would have done it better. I would tell you where I. But I, I wonder if this this super fan did they did they. Michael Babadar, yeah. Did they profile how much he got? Like, how much they did he didn't. get away with? I was dying to know that. How many they, banks? They how many banks? They, how much money? That's really what it How much was the wolf to. costume? That's what I want to know. And it, also, what's he do for perm? <laughs> no, but the funny part is this particular article, I don't know how true it is, but it said that he, he actually was using that money to bankroll his habit of being this chief's super fan. He, he had this custom-made well, wolf suit well, yeah. done, bankrolled by the depositors. Yes, right. yes. I mean, if he's also flying across the country. But he didn't work. Apparently, he doesn't He doesn't have another job. Like, bank robbery was his full-time. He's time. a comedian who does laundry. <laughs> does bank robbery on do. the side. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the Eagles, uh, Jill Biden was at the Eagles game. 
And I want Jill to, Biden. Doctor, doctor, I'm sorry. I'm please. sorry. Doctor Jill Biden. Oh. Some respect. And we doctor that Wikipedia page first for that, by the way. So I want to play for you now. This is a clip of Jill Biden at the Eagles game after she gets introduced. How crazy is that? That sounded brutal. That's uh, a standard Tuesday in Philly, guys. <laughs> but also, I want them to be like, I think they were actually saying, let's go Brandon that time, <laughs> which is how the original thing started. Okay, well, as a New Yorker, as a native New Yorker, uh, I was not happy, especially since I don't follow sports, that the Empire State Building was lit up in green and white to celebrate the Philadelphia Eagles. Can someone tell me what that's about? I feel like the Empire State Building like has modeled itself to be like the world announcer like like why, worldwide why pick, events why pick Catholic, the eagles and not the chiefs like the well, times square sticker both of tick- them but they're gonna play each other why are you picking the eagles and from what I, ellie you could confirm this from what i understand the eagles and the giants are like at each other's throats yeah they're something. a big ri- they're a big rival right so now new york they take their rival it's like taking the boston red sox and putting it on the the empire state building no this is yankee territory this is yankee town Right, but I guess proximity-wise, or, or in this, or in this, Town, right. or Jets. Proximity, though, right? Philly is way closer than no, but Kansas all, City. Call the home area; it shouldn't be a You're rival. It should be. Uh-huh. It shouldn't be a rival. Meaning, you shouldn't do first of all arbitrary, <laughs> arbitrary, you know, thing. I think it was the guy. It was like a, it was like the guy who like tweeted, you know, um, getting away like an intern getting away with it, probably. Like, hey, the right. guy who had <laughs> the who, guy, in charge the of guy the who was in charge of the lights that night was like, hey, this will be funny. <laughs> um, it's funny because the Jets colors are also green and white. Oh, they could have just said we did it for the Jets. We were the Jets. Lozecher Nishmas, the Jets. <laughs> but they didn't. They, they didn't did say that. They said fly, Eagles, fly, or something. Yeah. So yeah. you're not happy even though you don't like sports. Yeah, because as a New Yorker, on behalf of New Yorkers, I'm offended. I'm offended on behalf of all of you Giants fans. I, I can't name a single Giant, but I'm offended nonetheless. Well, the past, past Giants? No? Oig Mel Raboshan? Zero. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Eli Manning? <laughs> oh, that's a, Oh yes, Manning. I knew that name. That name. Saquon I knew. Barkley. No, never current, heard that name before in my life. Giant. Never heard that name before. In my David life. Tyree. That sounds very familiar. He's the guy who made familiar. in the first. So the, the Giants played the, the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl, beat them both. David Tyree is the guy who caught in the 2007. He made the, an amazing catch against his helmet, and basically helped the Giants beat the Patriots, who were undefeated that season. You, you might as be, you might as well be teaching me Kamala at this point. <laughs> like I just don't know. And like, by the way, what's up with the Jets playing in New Jersey? What's up with that? As a New Yorker and the Giants too, right? Do you think this is all like a plot by the NFL because they're like, okay, we don't have a New Jersey team. Let's just have them play in New Jersey. Now all the New Jerseyans is that a word? Can be fans of the New York teams. We kill two birds with one stone. Some Jewish guy is behind the scenes manipulating this whole thing. Well, the commissioner of the NFL is the only one who's not Jewish. So, of all the commissioners. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that true? Well, the hockey one is Jewish. The basketball one is Jewish. Are you kidding me? I'm not. But uh, again, it's not to go, not to go with our trope. We know about this. Not to go with our trope. But really? Jews, Jews are, are controlling are involved the whole in things. Gary Bettman is the, the commissioner of hockey. And Adam Silver is the commissioner of basketball. Oh, the current... I forgot the new baseball one isn't, but the old one, baseball one, was. But that's amazing. So, that is amazing. So the NFL is the only one that's not. The, no, the the current baseball one is not either, but nobody likes it. You think you think New Jersey pays to have them play there? Like, you think they give them all kinds of benefits? 100%. For sure, right? Yeah. So anyway, speaking of New Jersey, I wanted to get to this story. So this woman was arrested... She's 29 years old. She graduated from Rutgers University. That was tough. She enrolled in high school as a freshman, and she made it like... Wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? At 29 years old, she enrolled? At 29 years old. We don't know why. The article doesn't say. She enrolled as a freshman in this high school, and it took them about four days to catch her because there's a law in New Jersey that says that you can enroll. They're worried about kids whose parents don't agree for them to go to school or in a location. I don't know exactly. I didn't delve that deeply. But so she showed up in the school and said, I want to enroll. She gave them a fake birth certificate, which is ultimately what she got arrested for. For you know, It's a federal, federal offense. And she enrolled as a, as a freshman. And is she's it? making friends. And she's people, people who they interviewed were like, yeah, she asked me if we wanted to hang out. 
And there's so much to there's unwrap so much. here. There's, this is a good sequel to Catch well, Me If You Can. All, why, <laughs> yeah. Wait, why did she do it? Was it like a, a, she a wanted to monster? Take like she wanted to just like get educated? But she or? graduated from Rutgers, so she's got to so have she some has, education. She wanted to take algebra again, and clearly <laughs> or her bio class was... No, one second. If I were to ask both of you guys, I'm going to give you another chance, knowing all of your life experience... Maybe you have a little bit of PTSD from your high school days. Maybe you weren't the most popular. Maybe you didn't have such a great time. And I tell you, here's a chance to write that wrong and go through it again. My, my business cards literally say some were popular in high school. Others became comedians. So. <laughs> exactly. So ninth grade was not a great year for me. Right. So now imagine I tell you, Ellie, you can go do it again. Wouldn't you? There's, there's got to be a piece of you that says, I think I might do that. And you're going to be the most popular. You have your own money. You have your own bank account. You Why would you be car. the most popular? Why would you be the most popular? You have your own car. Hey, that 34-year-old guy, <laughs> he can't even do Hogma. is really like, I haven't, I, I, I've changed my personality a little bit, but I just look like, now I can't even get mistaken for a high school. I'm just like, hey, you're the Rebbe here, I guess. I don't know if I would do that. I think I would pick you as an English teacher way before a Rebbe, though. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, right? Imagine you're undercover. Like, you still have your ninth grade... Like, you look like you're a ninth grader, you but your pass, experience right? is at 29. You know, you have a heavy advantage because you you, you'll definitely be the smartest. Like, and you won't take things as serious. Like, things won't matter as much, I think. I think this is the worst superpower I can think of. <laughs> I also, I, you know, yeah, it's like, yes, yeah, so you're not going to sweat that bio test. Right, or, exactly. Okay. Like, you can enjoy being a young person. I don't yes. think you could because yes. you'd be like, hey, I, everyone would be, I think that 29-year-old is really 15, is not really 15 or whatever, or that, or that sorry, that 15-year-old is really right. 29. Right. And you're I like, think he's, he has a 29-year-old mind. At, what? Exactly. But also right. just like, hey, guys, like, you know, what about mortgage rates? <laughs> Doesn't that concern you? Aren't you worried about this Biden, you know, Middle East situation? <laughs> like, I don't think that's... That would totally be me, by the way. You would oust that yourself. Would, but I also think that... Totally but we also me. don't know, because, I mean, that's probably what kids are dealing with now, somewhat, at least if they're... Ta- I don't know if they're tapped in, but, like, with the internet, like, you know, I know the internet was new when I was, you know, growing up or in high school, but, like, it wasn't as... Twitter wasn't around, right? Right, uh, or wasn't it wasn't a big thing then? And like, I know they're probably talking about like global issues that like, you know, do they know about Kanye? And I don't know. Okay, let's move out of New Jersey. Okay, so there's a story coming out of Michigan about Priest Gerald Johnson. So he had a heart attack, and apparently he had like you know one of these uh, pre-death experience, post-death experience. NDE. What is that? That's a near-death experience. Yes, I don't know why I know this. Yeah, why do you know this? I don't know. I I think I've read about it. I've read about these in the past. Like they fascinated me. Like when you when someone's going to tell you like, oh, um, uh, uh, he had a heart attack and he and he saw light in a tunnel. I'm like, oh, that that checks out. (laughs) Does it? I mean, I don't know. What else would you imagine? And usually they say they felt you know at peace and a lot of light was pulling them right, and they felt good. And so he he didn't have that experience. So. He's a priest, remember, and he says, you know, I dedicated my life to good and I expected to go to heaven. And I guess he also knew about these NDEs. Mm-hmm. He expected he's going to go to heaven and feel comfort. He ended up in hell. No. Oh, yes. Wait, he, that's what, that was his experience? That was his experience. And he wow. says it was in the center of the earth, huh. apparently, which, okay. And Well, he, it is, you know, I always thought the center of the earth was like molten lava, which would make sense. Well, to core. There's a molten core. Right. Yeah. And But now there's like a bowl? Yeah. Like oh, you saw bowl? that article? I saw that article. That, it, that like, it's reversing. That yeah, yeah, it's reversing. That's very good. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah. very surprised. You, you're, you're really... Because I haven't seen the movie The Core. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll get into that another time. It's too way too geeky for our audience. Okay. The, the mul- the, Save the it for the is, geology podcast, guys. Yes. <laughs> The core is reversing, yes. So he went to the core and had a very different experience yes. than the normal NDE. Yes, he said people suffering. He saw men uh, He saw men on all fours, on a leash, being burned from head to toe again and again. But the craziest thing about this was that he says that he had Rihanna's song Umbrella pay- playing. Playing over the yes. last speakers <laughs> like it's TJ Maxx or something. <laughs> TJ Maxx is kind of hellish, by the way. Have was, you been there lately? <laughs> Not only Rihanna, also the the famous Bobby McFerrin song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Remember that song? Don't yeah. worry, So wait be a minute, happy. two tracks? What was <laughs> yes. he ha- How long was this guy out for? It was a really old iPod shuffle. <laughs> wait, but also... I mean, come on, that sounds that sounds pretty terrible to, like, I've worked at, again, there's a reason I'm not working at a job anymore, <laughs> but working at corporate gigs where they're just like, you know, 
at an office job and there's just like uh mondays right and you just hear over (laughs) we got bagels (laughs) even though it's monday everyone's like i think this is gonna be terrible and yeah it sounds pretty bad he he said about the songs every word there's a quote Every word of every song was made to torture you for the fact that you didn't worship God through music while you were on earth. Which is a Jewish wrestler. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know this this you know this is this is the most not Jewish story because every Why? Jew or Orthodox Jew is like, no, I'm definitely going to hell. Like <laughs> That's so true. Why is that? God, that's pretty. That's pretty presumptuous. Like I thought I was going to heaven. Like, yeah, come on. I thought I was going to heaven. You gave Tanaka once. Like well, that's, your, <laughs> that's your thing. Come no, it's on. So true. Every Jew thinks he's going to hell. Every Jew. Yeah. But the problem is who is honest about it. Like if that experience happened to me, I would. T- I would never would be open it. about it. Like obviously, like oh. it means something oh. about you. Like if you were sent. To Gehenna on your NDE. Here's the thing I have the issue with. What, what, is he Catholic? I'm not. I, I believe so. Yes. Right. So also, like I, Catholics, like Jews, are just like a lot of the guilt is there, and like oh, that's there's true. no that's way true. if he was a real, if he was a good Catholic, he would be like, no, I'm probably going to hell. Like, right. so also the fact that it's, I mean, the music thing is a nice little touch, but I think the <laughs> the hot flaming lava core of the earth, you know. That is a little bit, uh, I don't know, it just seems a little too predictable. The music thing is a nice touch. So you, he said, I was at, I, I went to hell and it was the DMV in Secaucus, <laughs> New Jersey. And they were just having fly eagles fly all over, you know, and they were just showing highlights of, of the giant Super Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> That's my opinion. My ticket by the said 1,777,000. Oh, it should be 66,000. It is hell. Yes. Right. My hell's going to be just forcing me to watch every Super Bowl over and over. That's by yourself. I'll go to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> I'm just saying, why would anyone invite me? I'm going to go back to ninth grade and see if I can get invited to a Super Bowl. Party. And these corn chips are so bad. You know what? You know what? Now that you brought back the high school thing again, imagine you had ChatGPT in high school. Mm. Imagine what that. You know, would it's do? all filtered. The high schools are all filtering ChatGPT. Yes. Can't even access yes, it. yes. Yes, but you could get around that. Bring, bring your own phone. Well, I, you don't use their Wi Fi. I, I had a thing when I was in school called turnitin.com that you had to submit a paper to this thing and it checked for plagiarism. So I wonder if that's the new version of Wait, like. But that would be used by teachers, right? Yes. Yeah, meaning teachers would go to turnitin.com right, and be like, or you have to submit it and be through, like, hey, right, how much right. plagiarism is there here? Yeah, well, th- there's tons of those now that tell you how likely it is that ChatGPT generated the, the, the writing. And they do have those, but they already came up with AIs that get around that. So you thank just God, run it thank through a God couple Jewish of comedy is safe because I don't think yeah. they're writing any good yellow yellow jokes. hundred so. percent true. And um, in the tech world, by the way, there was a there was an interesting article that I saw. India is taking on Google, and they're making their own operating system. So obviously, everybody knows Google makes Android. You know, iPhone, uh, Apple makes iOS. Google makes Android. India now wants to take down. Google and they're making Bar OS. Wait a second. They want to go head to head with these tech giants. Yes. And they're a country. They're yes. not, it's not like it's a private corporation. It's, it's uh, as a country India wants to. In the World Cup, in 2028 World Cup, it's going to be Google versus India. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this company, I don't know if it's, I, I think they're being supported by India, but it's a company within India and they're making Bharat OS. Barat, Barat OS, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's okay. exactly what they're making. I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Did anybody ever hit that button on the Google? Never, never. Right? What is that there for? What button? They, they, uh, you uh, search something in Google and it has the "I'm feeling lucky" button. Is it still there? I, I don't think know. it may be gone. It probably is gone. Yes, I've never, I never pushed it in my life. You, I mean, I, I don't know if it's still there. I'm going to check. Check it but right now. It was, um, you, you would when you would do a Google search. You could do, yeah, it's not there anymore. What is there? What, there's I know it two is. Buttons. It is. It's still there. Yeah, I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, I'm feeling lucky. You could type in any search, and instead of doing search, you could do, I'm feeling lucky. I, I'm feeling lucky. I have no idea what it does. I've never clicked on it. Well, let's try and it right Ellie now. And didn't even know it existed, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't He's know. naming I, every commissioner for I know, the last 50 I know years. Sports, but he doesn't know about but he doesn't I don't know sports. I know the history of Google India. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to search for the Empire State Building. This is going to be great. This is great click, podcast radio. <laughs> I'm, click, I'm going to click I'm Feeling Lucky. And I think it takes you straight to the website. 
Just be it careful. just picked. Yeah, it, it took the Empire. That's State what it means. I'm feeling lucky. Is just we're we're just taking you. Did it? Did we're it not going to give did, you search did, results. Did it show the Eagles or the? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess it just they're going to pick what they think is the best result for you. Okay, makes sense. I wonder what happens if you enter Jewish space laser, <laughs> and then you just <laughs> favorite hit, topic. I'm, I'm feeling lucky. What <laughs> Jewish space laser? You know what that no, is? No, right? of course. Uh, okay, that, that's your favorite topic, just because it's so the most bonkers of. No, the... it's not because it's something that we wish we had <laughs> as Jews. <laughs> it's such a it's a trope that that's I can embrace. That's, 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 that's how Israel blew up the Iraqi reactor. In exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, what, how great would that be if, if, like, it was a trope that really gained traction? And the and the rest of the world believed that Jews had the space laser that we controlled. How great so would that be? This is the plot of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know that, right? <laughs> like, that's essentially what Raiders of the Lost Ark is. Yeah, is that kind of. the Nazis were like, "Hey, we have this special power." Oh, so it took it took us straight to Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, uh, an article about her where she first made the claim. That's what I that the were, wild, That's what I would have predicted. The wildfires were caused by Jewish space lasers. Yes, makes sense. Now imagine you took the subway and. You, Everyone on the subway thought that you had a Jewish space laser at your disposal. No one's starting up with you. I have the Jewish space laser. And you just turn to the guy. Are you sure you want to do that, bro? Are you sure you want to do that? How amazing would that be? Like whisper into your pelt. Activate space laser. (laughs) I I do think that's why the whole Israel, um, you know, Israel is such a, I'm going to use the word anathema. I know. I I took the SATs. But uh, (laughs) it's, it's such a perplexing idea to the rest of the world because their vision of a Jew is and like you know this like guy who can't whatever and all uh, you know you know is like this nerdy nebbishy guy and all of a sudden israel is like this country of like we're not going to take your garbage anymore right and that entire idea is like what that's not what a jew is right right so it's very i think that's a huge part of it stay in your lane jews like we're just like come on go do my taxes slap and say thank you may i please have another right right and israel represents the exact opposite one of the strongest militaries most advanced militaries in the world i mean israel is such a huge success story that it's it must be really hard to take well joel joel chasnoff uh another jewish comedian who i perform with on uh Christmas Eve. So every time I take a shot, can't stop every time on December twenty fifth, uh, December twenty <laughs> fourth this past Thank year, uh, at City Winery, um, he has a joke where he says, "It's crazy that like you know we're in the same gene pool as Israelis. I mean, Israelis yes. they look like you know supermodels and they have like crew cuts and whatever, and we we look like Jews." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. So, so speaking of U.S. Representative Jake Auchincloss, he actually delivered a speech on the House floor. That was entirely written by ChatGPT, and the topic was that Israel and the United States are going to meet their there's legislation to make an AI center in the United States jointly with Israel. Was it pro-Israel the speech? Because coming from a, somebody named Auschwitz, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I didn't say Auschwitz. But I said, you, you oh, actually oh, it, it was anathema the way you pronounced it. it says. <laughs> you pronounced it pretty well. I had to Google it. Yeah, I, I, I did Google I the pronunciation. Say, yeah, yeah. Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is spelled the way you pronounced it. Soon. Yeah, I mean, just tell me it was pro-Israel and, and we'll be it good. Was, yeah, it was pro-Israel. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That they're gonna they're gonna be working together to make an AI center in the United States. And and so he was trying to show how good how the ma- technology is. Yes. Okay, I thought he was just being like I don't know enough about this. Well, this country that was started because of the Holocaust in 1947 <laughs> and like oof, uh it didn't start well. No, it's it's really crazy because AI it just shows you how it, it's only been ChatGPT's been what? Like a few months. And it's it's just taken over the world, and it's just it's just crazy when we think about what's going to be some years from now. And then when you take Israel Israeli ingenuity and layer that onto AI, it's just going to accelerate. I mean, it's going to be with crazy. With the poor PR that Israel still has, though. <laughs> yes, maybe they should ask the AI to do their. Of just Israeli settler develops amazing technology <laughs> <laughs> every time. Meanwhile, Belaz is reporting uh, that this Israeli show Fauda is like. Killing it. It's killing it. Wow, it would, is, no pun intended. <laughs> Sorry. Fauda? 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 
I believe it's Fauda. Fauda? Mechlekes. I mean, I, I... I thought it was Fauda also. When you <laughs> were saying really? Fauda, defense, I thought you yeah. were a guy trying to order some sort of food yeah. at a shawarma's place. <laughs> anyway, I'll have the Fauda. Um, listen, listen. If you're in the show, it's Fauda. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'll, I'll get the photo with hope, but, some hummus. Think about it in in the like. I always had this question when people see something like that that's talking about Arab terrorists, right, or Muslim terrorism. That's what the show is about, and apparently, it's the number one show in these Arab countries. Number one, or, or like top five? Who cares? Right? They're watching. <laughs> yeah, and they're and for they, the first time. Yeah, yeah this is and, and, they, and they're are very high it. up. <laughs> They're loving it. Like you, you wonder. It's like, really weird. It is because I don't know if I would watch something that portrayed Jews in a bad light. But I or, or just the yeah, opposite. Well, maybe well, maybe uh, I would watch it just to see. Would I watch it just to but see? Like, it, are they watching it because they're entertained and they love watch. it and they're big fans, or are they watching and say, "Let us see what these Jews think about us." <laughs> but but isn't isn't some of Fauda? I don't know if I'm saying it right now, but isn't some of it like also? Doesn't paint the Israeli soldiers in such a great light. Maybe they're I too. I don't know. Uh, listen, too, um, <laughs> it, as, as someone who has seen the show, it's just one. Of, uh, listen, I, whether or not it's super accurate, whatever. But like, it shows, hey, Israelis being like just like going kind of guns blazing into these like Arab villages and not caring and just like just taking people and just being like whatever. But like, there is context of like why they're doing it. Ah, but okay. it's not. I could easily so they're see heavy-handed, it. but at the same time, like you understand why they're being heavy-handed. Meaning, well, meaning, I like I could see it. I don't. Uh, again, I think why it's a good show. Also, is like I don't think it's like this is super pro-Israel or this is right. super whatever. It does. I, I can see like, hey, if this is what Israel does sometimes when they're like going into a town and they're just like kind of a shoot first, ask later, which I don't think they're doing, but like they're going into indiscriminately type of thing and just like, hey, they're looking for the number one guy who's going to come in and attack. They'll it's, sometimes it's the ends justify the means in their uh, in their. So I yes, can see that yes. being it's you a complicated that, right, issue, right, right, right? You know, and it is a complicated issue. It's just that we just get upset because the media is just like, oh, you know, Israel's the worst, and like and right. it's complicated. Right. Right. But is there like a lot of killing in it? Like, do you oh, yeah. see Palestinians getting killed? Or and is Israelis. it just like they're getting arrested? It's a thriller. It, oh, it's it really, it's really like also. a suspenseful. Right. But you're reminding me of that story with El Chapo. You saw he wants to get transferred out. Of yes, the United yes, yes, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's in a supermax prison. I don't know what that means, but I know well, he's there. I think he, he escaped from all the Mexican facilities right. that they ever put him in. Is that right. why he was extradited? Well, no. They, he was extradited because he was, you know, most wanted right <laughs> yeah. in America. Yeah, yeah, and and he was convicted here, and he's complaining that he's like extremely lonely in the supermax prison. Well, you know the supermax, inhuman. the supermax prison. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, isn't it El Chapo? Uh, he's super lonely. Oh wow, one of the most dangerous people in North America is like I'm super lonely. Can I get like an iPad or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you go to the Supermax prison, which is in Colorado, it's fascinating because the entire thing is all solitary confinement. Always? It's like there is... Is the new Alcatraz? Yeah. The, no, no prisoner gets any exposure to any other prisoner. It's like you spend the day like like totally 23 alone. hours in the room, and then you get like maybe one hour outside, but by yourself. Like wow. there's no time to make plans with other prisoners... Well, I kind of understand it because he's in this. Who else is in the Supermax prison? The Unabomber, uh, the Boston Marathon bomber, Zacharias Musawi, the September 11th conspirator. Yeah, I can't believe there's somebody from September 11th like in jail. Yeah, still, like, yeah, about yeah. It. And these are his cellmates. Like you know, these there's are the no other, cellmates. No they cellmates. No right. This is like this is this is like a. This is the, there's a, a thriller movie somewhere here where like <laughs> these guys escape and they you're like oh my god to communicate through and the like, vents. Bat, and like Batman has to take him down I don't know and they're like Musawi what do you got I don't know only know how to work plane we don't have we Ted don't Kaczynski, have what do you got I got uh, I sent people bombs in the mail it's well the rough. mail isn't really doing well in the last twenty years sorry you, Ted you know that that everything is made out of concrete like the beds are made out of concrete no no he's not sleeping there's, on concrete yeah there's nothing no 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 he has there's a mattress no he has movable, a mattress listen to me there are no moving parts in a supermax prison cell why do you cell. know all this because they this have is, to they have to have you went it through this, this way. when you went through your Everything, bank robbery stage you were <laughs> like the worst case scenario <laughs> is this when you had your near-death experience <laughs> but but nothing moves there's no nothing mechanical wow so, so everything is concrete it's just He's had it apparently, 
and he's like requesting to be transferred to somewhere a little more social. Yeah, so it, the, the article says that he sent an SOS <laughs> to the president of Mexico. What? Wait, how? Wait, what does that mean? I, I know what an I, SOS is. Right. I, I'm assuming it means like a, a letter, but they, they phrased it like it was an SOS, like save me. You know, President. Please, uh, can you take me out of here, please? <laughs> exactly. Please, this food is no spicy here. <laughs> <laughs> no tacos. There is no taco oh to gosh. stay in the supermarket. Ellie, I apologize for I, this. I was, if, if we thought we we're like, oh man, do you think Netflix is depicting Jews badly? And I'm like, I don't think that is the best. Depiction. By the way, you know, to oh, imitate boy. is to flatter. You know, that's true. That is it's the, the highest truth. form of flattery. Yes. I believe that's not the rules these days. <laughs> It's true. Ellie, if you get canceled, you always have a spot here. You know that. Thank yes, you. Well, what if you guys get canceled? Gig. <laughs> yeah. You know, guys, uh, I'm going to bring my laundry next time. And we, can <laughs> we can fold it together. We'll fill, fill my time. You guys will be my podcast. Okay, I think we need to cut it before Ellie really does get canceled. Ellie, this was so much fun, by the way, and we could really continue all night, but this was really fun, and we, this episode is, of course, going long. But uh, we want to thank you so much for coming back. Thank you. I, well, like I said, I have nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Tell, tell, tell the audience where they could find you. You can find me. My website is ellicomedy.com, E-L-I-comedy.com. My Instagram is ellicomedyagram because I'm terrible <laughs> at social media. And my Twitter is at Ellie Leibowitz, E-L-I-L-E-B-O-W-I-C-Z. I'm sorry for the spelling. You're so Wow. You need some social media help, Ellie. That's all I'm going to say. I Or change your last name. Make your, you make, know, make your last when, name when like... When my grandparents got the LSI, they're like, you sure you want to spell it that way? I'm exactly. Like, yeah. Worst case, my grandson doesn't get, <laughs> doesn't get a bunch of emails that he's supposed to. They're like, you sure the CZ that you're going to go with the CZ? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be the only one with that Gmail, my, the Gmail address, <laughs> but no one will be able to get him emails. <laughs> Ellie, thank you for being here, and thank you all for listening. You know you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddush Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddush Club Podcast. And now you can find us on the growing app 24-6. You can find that in the App Store. You can shoot us an email, hock, H-O-C-K, at KiddushClubPodcast.com. You can visit our website at KiddushClubPodcast.com as well. And we are out. I love talking about that Supermax prison. El Chapo. El yes. Chapo, yeah. yeah. Chat. <laughs> chop, chop GPT. Oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> we do that all the yes, time. Yes, because that's you know it. we will not get the... Yeah. Choose no. I know, that's so sad. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's so sad that you get in trouble for being like... I don't think that to talk like a no, Spanish... No, save it, save it. I know, we're, I we're, we're running very late. into it. You know, oh, okay. slowly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get canceled gonna, by association. I'm gonna. Yes, yes, you are. By the way, that's okay. That's okay. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.